Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. Uh, I am your host, John, and with me, as always, are my two little buddies, my uh, championship competitor, Josh. How you doing, pal? Good, baby. The championship boys are here. We're here, baby. Last year, it was you two and uh, the other one, Alex. Uh, how you doing, pal? It's me, the other one. What's up, the John? John? One. Nothing, babies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Last year it was uh, Josh versus Alex in the championship. This year it's Josh versus me in the championship. So one thing that I can take from it is, obviously, uh, if you listen to us, you're better at this game. Uh, that's the one thing I can take from it. I believe you guys can agree with that, right? We're Guaranteed. Well we're Probably. all here. Yeah, yeah we're all here. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, it, it, Sane week 17 and like i said a lot of people uh do have their championship games uh last week uh we're masochists and uh like to make it harder on ourselves so we held ours this week but there are a lot of people who still do the uh two game playoffs uh who are finishing up this week too so uh yeah this is our last uh fantasy really uh relevant episode until we get into like you know playoffs and super bowl and stuff uh it went by Way too fast, guys. Uh, what was your favorite memory of this fantasy season, Josh? Um, probably Jamar Chase scoring like 60 points last week. Um, a recent one. Single-handedly pushing me into the, play, uh, in, into the championship. So, yeah, that was my greatest memory. Now, Alex, I know you didn't make the playoffs this year, but, but what was, what was your, your favorite fantasy memory? I can tell you my least favorite was watching that Chiefs uh, Thursday night game a couple weeks ago when I almost came back to make the playoffs. And Travis Kelsey, who I believe was on Josh's team, who was playing me that week, Mm -hmm. uh, did not do anything until the middle of the fourth quarter when he had the biggest game of his career. Yep. For a thousand points. He did did turn it on there. But you know what? Yeah, Josh. So, Josh, it's really your fault. All three of us could have been in the playoffs had you just, like, taken your foot off the gas. But Yeah, sorry. But you're a monster. Always have been. Always will be. So, yeah, Josh, you're going for your, you're going for your second title. Uh, I'm going for my fifth. So, uh, may the best man win. But, guys, uh, before we get started with starts and sits and, and things of that nature, um, there's a lot... <laughs> A lot of things happened last week. Some uh, some wacky things, some, some zany things. Uh, like uh, the, finished off with Ben Roethlisberger getting like a Kobe Bryant esque send off on Monday Night Football, which made no sense uh, and was maybe one of the worst games I've ever seen quarterbacked ever. But uh, obviously, we have to start with Antonio Brown. Uh, obviously you know at the beginning whenever you see it it was just him walking out the field shirtless uh, topless uh, he still had his football pants on um obviously more has come out about that like i said as far as the legitimacy of it like we don't really know but you know first it you know just seemed like okay it's antonio brown being antonio brown going crazy now it's come out that he was you know still nursing an ankle injury didn't want to play bruce arians was going to make him play so he then you know did the antonio brown thing uh i guess 
uh, Alex, you know, you're, you're, you've got your finger on the pulse of the, of the nation. Uh, Alex, do you think Antonio Brown will ever play football again? Um, you never say never with somebody that has uh, the kind of talent like Antonio Brown does, but if anything were to prevent him from ever playing again, it would be not getting in trouble with the law or other kinds of weird uh, or bad things he's done in his career, but it would be walking out of a game in the middle of it and making a scene about it in the yeah. most hilarious way I've ever seen. It was It was great. Yeah, that was something. Because like, I'll it, never it, say never, but I'll say I doubt it because of him stripping down, like the end of the movie Slapshot, and waving to the crowd and walking away. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I would, I would probably lean more that direction. But I mean, he does still have a lot left in the tank. It's just, you know, it is kind of sad. And like we, we were talking, you know, and obviously we are not brain surgeons or doctors or anything, but we were talking about that hit uh, Vontez Perfect put on him few years back and like was that the the hit that kind of changed everything you know when he got ragdolled yeah. you know taking that shot to the head because it was weird because josh you posted it and we have a group message and and i was talking to sarah about it and you post it right then and it was like yeah that's weird you know and then you go back and see it and just how like how awful that hit was and you're like was that the thing or is it just you know a cumulative thing or is he just like this you know is that, that maybe that's the thing like who knows I think attributing it to a hit or not. I mean, that that could have something to do with it, but I think that's a little too, I don't know, simple of an explanation. Like, I mean, clearly, like, he's had a lot of problems, uh, you know, getting along with – I mean, it's it. he got on the team because Brady liked him in the uh-huh. whatever, the one week he practiced with the Patriots before he got kicked off the Patriots, right? Yeah. Years ago? Yeah. Um, and clearly Brady was the guy – you know was like his rabbi keeping him there and arians didn't like him no and he's shown there's career can be a volatile guy and uh and arians is kind of a hard head uh about stuff like that so kind of makes sense that it would boil over and you know i did i wouldn't have expected a, the scene to be made but he is a type of guy that will make a scene so yeah and they were talking about you know arians didn't want him he didn't want him there brady did blah 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 but you know arians did have the thing you know earlier you know a while back when he said like one mistake and he's gone and then he does the you know faking the vaccine card and he's like yeah you know i'll like let that one slide uh yeah to me that was that would have been the time to cut him but from what I heard, there's now stories coming out that either he had an injury or they were trying to bench him from getting, you know, bonus from. Uh, his, yeah, I and see that's um, the thing. Like that's what will because the bonus. Yeah, he was he was super close on like three different statistics to getting like a, roughly a million dollars, if not you know a little over, yeah, give or take. It's very it's very muddled right now. I mean, I don't think that excuses what he did, but at the same time. I think there was something more going on than him just like, I'm going to leave the team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's bizarre the way he did it, but you don't do that expecting at least to ever play for that team ever again. Oh, so well, there's, <laughs> they, I will say this, they haven't released him from way. Yeah. He has not been released yet. Um, so. Yeah. But that could also be, them yeah, so another team can't sign him saying to fuck you to him and you're not yeah. playing anymore 
Yeah. And it, it wouldn't surprise me for an NFL franchise to be that petty. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah. It's, it, Even though I don't think anybody would sign him at this point in the year. I mean, maybe. Yeah. maybe I after. mean, you never know. I mean, with a lot of teams. No, that's the thing. You never, you can never underestimate how much teams will overlook almost anything. Yeah. I mean, a lot but of banged something up Something like walking yeah. off on a game, I think, would at least take. But would at least be another year before he got another shot. On yeah. the one hand, if it came down to an injury, I could see the coach making that decision. If it came down to like a bonus thing, I don't. I don't think Bruce Arians has the awareness to like make that decision. So I think it came down to, he said he had an injury. Um, They told him to get back in the game and he didn't, and he walked off. Okay. That's, that's a different story, but um, probably not the way to go out. uh, If you want to play in the NFL again, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I mean, like I said, again, there's a lot of lot of different uh, ways we can uh, we can take it or figure it out. But I mean, yeah, you never know. I mean, there are a lot of teams banged up a wide receiver. I mean, he would be a cheap option, you know, like the Titans, you know, or you know, possible number one seed. Julio Jones has been banged up all year. Like you never know. I mean, and teams like the Chiefs or the Rams or the Packers, even. I mean, who who are looking for um, extra extra you know help at the wide receiver situation so yeah that's um, probably another reason why tampa's not letting him go yeah that's why even though i you know i don't think any team would sign him at this point in the year but um again because it's it's the walking off thing that it's when, when you say in a public forum and i know he didn't say it he just did it but like i refuse to play football for whoever like they will freak out about that which you know i mean like he did make a very unnecessary scene but yeah that's a bigger deal than getting arrested or you know yeah other kinds of agree with that well we'll have to wait and see what happens with that uh moving on fellas moving on uh so in the last uh few days so you know obviously we're getting to the end of the season uh mvp conversations are heating up uh starting up uh out to just say that a writer was not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers for oh a um, bum you mean yeah yeah that bum reporter wasn't going to vote for Aaron Rodgers because he was a jerk. God, Aaron Rodgers is really turning into like a WWF villain. I know. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, whatever. I, I like I said, I don't agree with like you know his stance on things. But I mean, where do you guys where do you guys sit on this? Like, I, oh, I, I don't think Rodgers is wrong. I mean, I think the the writer is kind of a jerk for saying he's not going to vote for him no matter what. But then again, I mean, like, A, who cares? It's a writer. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's just funny that Rogers, like, you know, basically cut a promo today and was, you know, calling him out as a bum and did everything except for challenge him to a fucking alley fight, which would also be very funny. But, uh, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I think Rogers could win the MVP, and I don't think one writer's going to make a difference, but He's obviously he's obviously probably the front runner right now. But uh, Josh, who who do you think is who would be second? Who do you think is the second guy up for the MVP award right now? Well, to me, I think it's even despite the injury, it's Derrick Henry. I mean, really, if he comes, he, if he comes back, um, and I know I understand the MVP is based on the regular season, but he propelled that team to where they are now. So. To me, it'd be still would be Derrick Henry. Um, 
in terms of the most valuable player? Most I mean, if I had a vote, it would be between Cooper Cup and um, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, it'd be cool if it was Cooper Cup. It's not going to be. It's going to be a quarterback. It's probably going to be Rodgers. And, you know, they, they're. They have a great record. He'll deserve it if they get if he gets it. But uh, it'd be cool to see Cup. I mean, Cup's going to break a bunch of records, or he could. Yeah, he's definitely set up for it. And I guess that kind of leads us to our next thing. Because, yeah, it is a quarterback award. Most likely it's going to be Rodgers or Brady. But uh, Cooper Cup, yeah, uh, earlier this week was talking – earlier this week, it's what, Tuesday uh, or Wednesday. Uh, earlier this week uh, he was saying talking about, you know, the record. Like, because right now uh, Calvin Johnson holds the record from, you know, most receiving yards in a season – uh, that was in a 16 game slate as opposed to the 17 game slate. And he said that like, yeah, it would be kind of like an insult to, you know, take that record. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Cause like, I mean, yeah, it's an extra game. It's the first year ever with it. This is our first, you know, first week 18 ever. So, I mean, do you think that it's, you know, nullifies like a, a previous record? Do you think it's like, I mean, obviously in the record book, it will still count, you know, that if he does surpass that. Yeah. But... The record. Oh, sorry, Josh, go ahead. No, uh, well, I was going to say, I think Cooper said the perfect thing, which is, you know, he's respecting the fact that they're playing 17 games. But at, at the end of the day, first of all, if he gets the trifecta um, receptions, touchdowns, and um, receiving yards, that, that, stands, that stands on its own. Yeah, which um, he's absolutely going to get, like even without breaking Calvin Johnson's record. He's, yeah, he's, and – easily far and away going to get the, the season you know for. at the end of the day you know there's been a change from 12 games to 14 games to 16 games now to 17 games and we don't really talk about that that much I think those records stand on their own so but I like what Cooper said which um you know I, I respect him for that so but at the end of the day if he if he sets the record that's his so yeah, no, and I agree. And like I said, it's, I mean, the Rams are still playing for, you know, their, their division. Uh, but yeah, right now, Cooper Cup, uh, let's do, let's do some math. Guys, we say it all the time. We really need to hire a producer. Josh, you got some money. Let's hire someone that can look up some stats for us. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, right now, I mean, obviously the top two receiving leaders right now are Devontae Adams, uh, number two, Cooper Cup, number one. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as receptions, Cooper Cup has the lead. Give me a moment. Uh, a 21 catch lead on Devontae Adams, a uh, little under 400 yards on Devontae Adams and four touchdowns. And Devontae Adams is on a team that has the first round by locked up. So, I mean, the likelihood of, I mean, it's very possible Devontae Adams doesn't play at all. And if he does play, it's going to be in a really, you know, minor capacity. So, I mean, obviously. The Packers yeah. have the one seed, right? Yeah, the Packers did yeah. clinch the one seed last week. And uh, that's actually going to get us into our next thing. You know what? Actually, before, 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 we have to – one more thing, Alex. So, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, possibly last game ever. Hopefully. For sure, last <laughs> home game in Pittsburgh one can certainly hope that yes it is his last game ever I have a I have a bad feeling that some dumb dumb team is going to sign him so you know if you look at the overall stats on the season not terrible 34 3500 yards 21 touchdowns to nine picks 
not great, not terrible. Uh, but I mean, this game, that's not how they look at stats in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, it was one of the worst games and like, it was just weird. And I don't know if you guys, why I did watch it. Um, I, it was, it was his lowest, uh, yards per target. I think in any game he's ever played in, but he threw like 50 passes. I was like, are just like, are we doing this thing? Like, it's like, it's the last home game. We're going out, throwing the ball, like a bonkers amount. You know, I, I, I don't know, but it did feel like, and they kept talking about it. It did feel like a, like a Derek Jeter or like a Kobe Bryant send off. Alec, do you think Ben Roethlisberger earned that for how poorly he's played over the past few years? No. And also, I mean, like you said, it was like Kobe Bryant and, it's a fair comparison that Kobe Bryant's last game, like the Lakers weren't going anywhere. They weren't going to the playoffs. They were bad. Uh, he hadn't done very well, but he did have an insane game his last game. Yeah. Roethlisberger, uh, I mean, they yeah. won. And uh, let me so rephrase. Can... I didn't mean like it was that yeah. kind of situation. I mean that like the commentators yeah. and like everything in between, you know, the, bef- before commercial breaks, after commercial breaks, it was just nonstop Ben Roethlisberger and a day where he completed 24 of 46 passes for 123 yards. Yeah. <laughs> hundred, all right. he, you complete 24. And that number was a lot lower because I had posted uh, on Twitter because I was like, this is just insane. Didn't Burrow throw the same amount of passes the other week and have like 500 yards? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I mean, but it... It, that was what was so crazy about it. Cause I, I posted on Twitter and now I got to like pull it up. Cause like earlier in the game, he was at, so this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was, doo, 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 doo. sorry, I got to do some scrolling here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just like, he it was just like hanging around a hundred, a hundred yards for like 30 straight pass attacks. It was absolutely insane. And at the same time, Baker Mayfield, who also played a terrible game, at the same time was 8 of 23 for 128. So Mayfield completed eight passes on half the attempts and still threw for more. Obviously, the numbers did change for Mayfield there near the end. Uh, But I I don't know. It was just, you know, he's played so terribly. I mean, mean, last year we kind of like, we gave up. You think you know? Mayfield's going to get a Kobe-like send-off in Cleveland next week? Well, Alex, you know what? We are going to talk about that, but we got to wait because we're we're doing one last special little thing for the season, and uh, it's it's going to be a big one. But uh, before we do that, though, oh, a special but, little thing, a special little thing. It's we've done it a few times. I think you know what it is. Here's your burning. Um, <laughs> nah, uh, but yeah, no. It, it was just insane, insane, and just played so poorly. And Miami is, you know, in the second half, they started giving the ball to Najee Harris, and he was running because that dude runs so Pittsburgh. hard, and he's so. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, I, yeah, Pittsburgh started giving the ball to Najee Harris, and they won because he runs hard, and he was averaging like six point seven yards a carry when they finally decided to give him the goddamn ball, and then he, of course, ends up breaking off that you know thirty-seven yard meaningless touchdown. Not meaningless for fantasy owners. I really, really want to see how many people won their championships on that crazy end of game run. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, that team is, this team is still playoff adjacent. It's going to take a lot of help, uh, but they are still in the playoff mix. But no, uh, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, we yeah, left us too late. Uh, please, God, don't come back. 
but yeah, guys, as far as that, any other, any other news, uh, any other things going on in the league uh, that you guys want to discuss? Uh, I did want to say Joe Mixon uh, is on the COVID list as of today. Uh, if you are in your championship or just playing for the, uh, the uh, lower chip. I'm seeing Burroughs also out this, this weekend. Yep. So if you want to yeah, get on that and uh, definitely pick up, you know, Samaji P. Ryan, if he is available in your league. Which, by uh, the way, congratulations to the Bengals. They were yeah, so man. bad the last couple of years. Yeah, it is. The division. For me, it is weird that the Bengals are sitting players because they are, still have a shot at the one seed. Uh, mind you, they're playing uh, and they need a lot to happen. Uh, yeah. They need Tennessee to lose, Kansas City to lose, and New England to lose for it to happen. But I mean, you know, you get that win, you never know. Um, but yeah, they, it also, you know, if they won, Tennessee lost, Kansas City lost, and a Buffalo win gets them the AFC's number one seed. Mind you, Cincinnati with backups will probably still win that game against Cleveland because Baker Mayfield is also out. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, any other any other things you guys want to discuss? Because we are going to run into some of these uh, playoff clinching scenarios right well- now. I want to say this about the Bengals, which is I think next year I want every piece of the Bengals in terms of drafting. I think T. Higgins, I think Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Burrow. Um, I like all of them. I think they're the Chiefs of the um, NFC. Future. <laughs> they're the well, the Bengals are in the AFC as well, AFC. just like the Chiefs are. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the- I, I just like their offense and. The, you know, they've, I think, they've, I think you're right. Fantasy wise, they are very tantalizing for next year. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So that's, that's my only piece. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. if you had Burrow, I mean, T Higgins came on big for me late. If you had Burrow or Chasers, I mean, you probably won a title on him on one of those. Yeah. Picks. If you started yeah. Burrow the last couple of weeks, you probably are winning a title. Yeah. One would say you've already won it or you're, you know, fast approaching it but yeah i mean you're looking at joey b uh yeah 446 yards four touchdowns last week uh, and a win against kansas city and 525 yards and four touchdowns the week prior in baltimore guys playoffs did i just call them the playoffs i think i did (laughs) the playoffs are fast approaching uh first week 18 ever uh so like i said there's going to be a lot of games that are totally pointless uh this upcoming week uh but they're all going to be some like there are going to be still some games the afc still got some up in the air games uh we hey, got there's no such thing as a pointless game between the washington football team and the new york giants yeah i mean it's that one's going to be a real barn burner uh with you know backup quarterback oh what potential. do you guys think they're going to change the name to they announced they're going to change the name uh we're actually we're going to do that here later in the episode so if you guys haven't thought of one think of one uh we're gonna see who gets closest uh we'll do an episode pre-super bowl and see who got it closest uh but before we get into that alex yes the ravens are playing the steelers okay right now it's it's weird so baltimore can still get into the playoffs as can pittsburgh baltimore clinches a playoff berth and i'm just we're gonna run through this pretty quick baltimore needs to win they need a chargers loss they need a colts loss and they need a miami loss or tie do you think baltimore gets into the playoffs uh say again they need to win they need the chargers to lose they need the colts to lose and they need miami to lose or tie um I say 
The Col- no, no, the Colts play Jacksonville. No. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Uh, yeah, the Chargers, uh, Chargers have the Raiders. Uh, John, may, may I interject? You absolutely the, can. The uh, Jaguars are two and two against the Colts. Uh, so um, I just wanted to bring that up. Okay, well, I will take two that. and two against the Colts win. I think over the last four yeah, years. Their last four games, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are they this year? One and zero. Did they beat wow. Indianapolis earlier? I don't even know who, who did Indian, who did Jacksonville beat. Jacksonville's coming on, so. Yeah, right. Did Jacksonville beat Indianapolis this year? You know what? This is no. We're not, we're not doing this. Okay. <laughs> we're moving down. Moving down the line. Uh, Buffalo obviously clinches the AFC East with a win. Uh, that's all they need. So Buffalo controls their own destiny. Uh, Josh. But they're in the playoffs already. So is New England. Yes, right? they are yeah. in. Yes, they are in. Uh, Joshy boy, uh, we've got the Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield out. Joe Burrow is getting sat with that knee injury that he suffered uh, late in the win against Kansas City. Uh, Cincinnati, again, we already did this, but Cincinnati needs to win. They need Tennessee to lose. They need Kansas City to lose, and they need New England to lose or tie. Josh, are the Bengals getting in the first seed of the playoffs? Keep in mind, they are already in the playoffs. Just say no so we can move on. I'll say no, (laughs) though I do think they'll win that game. Oh, I think they're going to win that game too, but I I don't think a lot. You know, Tennessee's still playing that first seed. It's still up in the air. Alex, the Colts play the Jaguars. All right. So the Colts clinch a playoff berth with a win or a tie versus Jacksonville. With the information that Josh just gave you, Alex, is Indy getting into the playoffs? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Sorry, folks. Colts are going to the playoffs. Ooh, sorry, Jacksonville fans. You're going down. Now, Uh, I want to say this. (laughs) Which is if Jacksonville Jacksonville beats the Colts, um, the Chargers and uh, lost the Raiders play on Sunday night. And if they tie, they both get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I was I was going to get to that here. Wait, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I got I got one more for you. I'll let you go. Yep, I got one more. I got one more for you. Uh, before we do that one, but um, uh. Yeah, uh, Kansas City can clinch the AFC's number one seed, the only first-round buy and home field advantage, with a win and a Tennessee loss. They need to win. They need Tennessee to lose. Tennessee is playing Houston. Josh, is Kansas City getting the number one seed in the AFC? I think they are. Yep, I'm not betting against them. You think that? You think Tennessee is going to lose to Houston? I think so. Hmm. Interesting. Our first kind of toss-up there. Alex, what do you think? Uh, I think Tennessee – all Tennessee needs to do is beat the Texans, right? Yep. Tennessee's going to win. All right, moving on. Josh, okay, Josh, you had one for me, okay? You had one for me. What do you got? Okay. I already know what so, it is, but I want you to – Let's say. suppose the uh, Jaguars beat the um, Colts. What percentage would you put on um, uh, Chargers and the Raiders – Trying to get a tie, five percent or less. I mean, uh, I don't really see any team trying to get a tie. Um, it would be really cool. <laughs> it would be really cool if it happened. Like if they just it both, would like, be if really I was cool. coach, 
if they just tie every game if they just like did kneel downs for every single play it would be incredible like if both teams were like hey guys let's just like call this one a wash and move forward i, I i'm gonna say i think it's less than five percent likely that it happens but i hope it's 100 percent likely that it happens yeah that would be really cool mm-hmm. are all the nfc teams already in uh the nfc is set i believe yes uh, it's yeah. more just for seeding at this point well actually yeah. or no I, maybe not the because the eagles are definitely in but i don't know about the niners yeah the niners are still yeah because new orleans okay so if yeah new orleans i'm looking at the playoff yeah. machine right now which i was what i was looking for yeah i found the playoff machine if the rams beat the niners and the saints from what i'm looking at there may be more to it but the Saints beat the Falcons, and the Saints are in. Philly's a six seed, and the Niners are out. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So if San Francisco gets a win or tie, they're in. So New Orleans needs to win, and they need San Francisco to lose. So it's, San Francisco still kind of controls their own destiny, or they are playing a Rams team that may still be playing for seeding. Again, it's the NFC is a little bit more murky because it's you know everything's already kind of. You know, the, you know, the Cardinals are in, the Rams are in, they're both fighting for that division title. It, it, it appears from this, if LA wins, if the Rams win, they get the second seed. And if they lose, they get the fifth seed. So they're playing for home field. Yeah. For, yeah. For the first two games. Yeah. So they are yeah. still playing for something and that, and that division title. So uh, I do think that they are still going to play, you know, if you got Cooper cup, Sony, Michelle, uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, yeah. They're safe to play this week. Uh, before we leave the AFC though, uh, Pretty much here we've got Vegas and the Chargers both at nine and seven. And let's take out the, you know, scenario where Jacksonville beats Indianapolis. Um, Las Vegas, if they win, they're in. If the Chargers, they win, they're in. Josh, who's making it to the playoffs between the Chargers and the, and the Raiders? I, I would, discounting the uh, scenario where they both kneel down for every down, um, mm-hmm. I'd probably take the Chargers. We do want all of our listeners to know that what we want to happen is them to kneel down. I think that would down. be so cool. But. It would, but so you're you're taking the Chargers in that one. I am too. I think the Chargers will take that game. But again, the Chargers have thrown up some stinkers of late, so you know you never really know. Alex, who are you feeling? Uh, between the Chargers and Raiders, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my heart says Chargers, but they are the Chargers, as I've said all year, and they've proven me right. So I'll go ahead and say the Raiders for now. That might change when I make my picks later. Ooh, we'll see. That's true. Okay. Well, we got a couple more here before we move on. Uh, this I will have you guys know, I've consulted the playoff machine. This is for you, Josh. If every single team on Sunday ties, the Chargers are in. Hey, oh, so keep, the, keep those fingers crossed, Chargers fans. Cool. All right, Josh. Uh, New England also has a chance to take the number one seed in the playoffs. Uh, what they need to have happen is they need to win. They need Buffalo to lose or tie. They need Kansas City to lose, and they need Tennessee to lose. Josh, do you think New England's going to get the number one seed in the playoffs this season? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Buffalo lost. Buffalo or play? Can you tell me that? Buffalo plays a team that they should beat. Uh, you also have their quarterback, so you should know this. They play the New York Jets. Oh, the Jets. Um, hey, they've been coming on lately. Um, I don't think they do get the the first seed, but um, 
I do like them in the playoffs. I'll, I'll say yeah. that. You would need you would need a lot to happen. You would have to have Tennessee lose uh, to Houston, uh, Kansas City. I'm not even sure who Kansas City is playing. Uh, Denver. Kansas City would have to lose to Denver, um, and then you'd have to have Buffalo lose or tie with the Jets while winning. Uh, so, tall what would you guys there. guess? How much do you guys think the Bills are favored by in that game? Uh, I'm gonna say 17. Very close. 14. Very close. 16. Hey, oh, like Josh was close without going over. So we will do it. We will do it. We will do it. Uh, but guys, the last one that I've got for you, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ooh. Pittsburgh Steelers, they clinch a playoff berth by winning against Baltimore. They need Indianapolis to lose and they need Vegas and the Chargers to not end in a tie. Alex, <laughs> is Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh making the playoffs? All they need is for Indy to lose. And they and need lost the Chargers to not Chargers and Raiders tie. not end in a tie. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that Chargers Raiders won in a tie. They need Indy to lose to Jacksonville, and that's it, right? Yep. The Steelers are not going to the playoffs. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. But yeah, keeping in mind, if they do get that win and Indianapolis loses, that the Indianapolis loss, that's what gives the Chargers and the Raiders the incentive to uh, to finish in a tie. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but guys, yeah, the NFC, like I said, a little more, we've already kind of discussed that one, uh, San Francisco, New Orleans. That's really kind of the only one that's up in the air than seating. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, there are still some decent games, you know, with, you know, fun, you know, possibilities, you know, and if you don't really have all that much, you know, invested in like the Packers backups playing the Lions backups or something like that, there are still some fun games on. Go see Lions backups. Come on. We're going for, we're going for gold, baby. There you are think, on the lines. Oh yeah, because Jared Goff might sit that game. He might sit because he was because it was on COVID. Did he was he on the COVID list? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you might get Tim Boyle starting again. So have fun. Laura Flynn Boyle. Laura Laura Flynn Boyle. Susan Boyle. All right, guys. Now uh, we are going to take a quick break. You're going to hear us uh, ramble on about something. Uh, when we come back. Guys, we're opening the panic room for the last time of the season, but not for this upcoming fantasy week. We're doing it for next season. Who are we throwing in there for next season? Uh, but we'll be back. Super, after. super far in advance panic room. Oh, uh, man, you got to do it soon. You got to do it soon. But we will be it's right. It's getting crowded down there, John. I got to tell you. <laughs> I know. You know what's also getting crowded? Me trying to say, we'll be right back. The final fantasy. And we're back. Uh, did you guys do anything fun while we were while we were talking about stuff? While our previously recorded selves were talking? No, not, just sitting, not at all. Sitting around, sitting around. Well, guys, we've done it a few times this season. It's uh, you know some people have called it a, a war crime. Um, we just do it, you know, because you know we're trying to help. You know, we're trying to help people. Uh, the panic room has been, uh, you know, it's wildly uh, misrepresented, I think, in the media. Uh, but we're doing it one more time, guys. It doesn't. It's not against any Geneva conventions so that we that we know. Of, it depends right? on how you guys describe it from week to week. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. 
Yeah, it's this is going to be for the entire offseason. So this is like a spa. I want these guys to get right. Uh, and that is if we go down there. But guys, keep in mind, they're going to be there all offseason. So use your powers wisely. Uh, so guys, this is for next season. You know, we're going for 2022. You know, some teams that haven't made the playoffs, some younger guys, some guys who may be on their way out, some guys who may be on a different team next year. So Alex, I'm going to start with you. Okay. I'm going to start yes, with you. Please. I'm going to give you a quick stat line here. And uh, this is a quarterback. Uh, 3,418 passing yards. Not bad. 10 touchdowns. Eh. 17 interceptions with five fumbles added on top of that. We're talking about Trevor Lawrence, Alex. Now, obviously, uh, there's going to be a new coach in town next season. Are we panicking about Trevor Urban Lawrence? Urban Meyer's after? available. <laughs> He's back. Come back to Jacksonville, Urban. We missed you. Uh, but yeah, Alex. He's wearing after- a mustache. He's called Rural Meyer. Rural Meyer. <laughs> I'm Guy Incognito. Uh, but yeah, Alex, with that stat line and the way that team currently is built, not great. Obviously, they have an offseason to fix it and a pretty, pretty decent cap situation. Alex, are you worried about Trevor Lawrence after this really pretty piss poor rookie season? I'm not that worried about him. I wouldn't obviously touch him at all fantasy wise next year. Um, But, you know, you got to give him, you know, he's the highest, most heralded quarterback in years and years. He had a bad year, but that's an awful team. Yeah. I think you got to give him another year to try to get right. Well, you know, he's got similar numbers next year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, but again, fantasy wise, absolutely not, but that's not even on the table. Um, I wouldn't throw him in the panic room as just a human being. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So we're keeping, we're keeping Trevor out. Trevor, stay on the straight and narrow, man. We got to get you, we got to get you right for next season. Josh, uh, 2,247 passing yards, eight passing touchdowns, 11 interceptions and a fumble. Uh, this person also missed five games due to injury. Uh, so those numbers might be, you know, a little bit better. We're talking about Zach Wilson of Ooh. the New York of the New York football jets. Uh, adding the football there was unnecessary, but I was going to do it anyway. Not the Winnipeg jets. Not, uh, but yeah, Joshy, uh, obviously another situation, not the best team in the world. They have won some, won some kind of shockers here and there. And just like, you know, it looks a little bit better sometimes game to game than Trevor Lawrence did. Uh, Zach Wilson, are we throwing him in the panic room for the off season? Are we worried about this rookie? I, I, I wouldn't throw him in the panic room yet. Um, panic rooms reserved for, you know, the most elite of the elite. Um, so I wouldn't put him in the panic room yet, but I, I, for fantasy value, I'm not looking at him next year. Um, but I will say this, the Jets have kind of come on in the last couple games. They've looked a lot better. Um, so. All right. So we're keeping Zach Wilson out too. I think that's good. You know, these guys are young, so we want to, you know, make sure we, we, you know, maintain and, and hold strong. I think what me and Josh are saying is neither of these guys have earned the panic room yet. Yeah. This panic room is something you got to earn. And I think that this next guy yeah. might you have, have to be a certain team. level up before you're taken down to the panic room lawrence and wilson have not gotten up yet to be put in that's very true i think this next guy might change your mind a little bit so uh before we get into him i'm going to give you the stats of one Jameis winston okay now Jameis winston played in 
six full games, seven, the seventh game he got hurt in, uh, in week eight and missed the entire season. On the season, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions for Jameis Winston. Uh, this fella has also missed a couple of games. Uh, we've had some COVID, you know, we've had a, you know, we've had a few things, uh, but this guy, 3,010 yards, 17 touchdowns, uh, 13 picks, three fumbles, Alex Baker Mayfield. Uh, obviously, you know, he's missing the last week. Uh, shoulder surgery is eminent. Alex, do you think Baker Mayfield is going to be with the Cleveland Browns next season? If so, are we throwing him in the banner room? If he is in, if he does play for the Browns next year, I'd say we take him to the deepest bowels of the panic room and lock him up, lock him up, seal it up. But I also don't think he'll be with the Browns next year. I don't think he will either. Uh, I do think that a team will take a, take a chance on him. Yeah, why not? But like, it's not gonna, like the Browns should have been a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. Agree. They, they have a lot of good pieces there. And he has not been up to it. So he'll get a chance somewhere else and, you know, maybe he'll bounce back. But if he's in the, if he plays for the Browns, put him in the panic room. If not, sayonara. Sayonara, sucker. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do think it's safe. I think after the surgery we have talked, uh, I think he is, he's actually going to come to the panic room and uh, just, you know, you know, cool his heels for a little bit anyway. So he, he's in, he's in uh, Josh, Joshy boy. 3,752 passing yards, 19 touchdowns to 11 picks, four fumbles. Now, this guy is a little bit different than the other one. In the fact that he is I'm a guessing seasoned veteran. Who you were talking about, but... Do you want to take a shot? Do you want to take a guess? Who I'm... Are you talking about Russell Wilson? I am not talking about Russell Wilson. Oh, I am talking okay. about... I'm talking about one... Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, seven and nine Atlanta Falcons team. That stat line, Josh, again, another guy. We'll see if he's even on the Falcons next year. He will definitely be in the league. I don't see him retiring. Josh, are we throwing Matt Ryan in the panic room for 2022? Uh, um, you know what? Yeah, let's throw him in the panic room. Throwing him in there. We're throwing him in there. You know, obviously um, not been a great season, uh, averaging 12 little over 12 fantasy points a year or on the season, a, a game on the season. Um, not there, not what we wanted to see, uh, you know, getting rid of Julio Jones and bringing in Kyle Pitts to kind of replace him. Kyle Pitts, yeah. you know, had a great rookie season. Uh, you know, do I think they will let him go? Probably not. But do you think you do think he's going to be in Atlanta next year? I think he'll be in Atlanta next year. I do like Kyle Pitts next year, just for what it's worth since we're talking about it, but... Um, hey, he I had mean, one of the best rookie seasons for a tight end of all time. Yeah, it's I just mean, that he yeah. wasn't immediately he like Travis Kelsey fantasy-wise. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't have the touchdowns yeah, that he, you, know, you would expect. One, yeah, one touchdown on the season hurts, but he went over 1,000 yards. He's going to be fine. I, I'm not worried about Kyle Pitts at all, but yeah. Do you do think Matt Ryan will be a Falcon next season, Josh? I think he will, you do. Um, okay. but I don't I mean, I wouldn't be touching him for fantasy. Oh, no. God, no. God, no. That's not the situation. Al, do you think Do you think Matt Ryan's going to be a Falcon next season? Um, I don't know. It dep- I don't know enough about what the Falcons want to do. Uh, if he's there next year, that's it for him. Um, I'm surprised they have – I'm looking at the record. I'm surprised they have seven wins. They do not – they seem like they would have less. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I, the question is who do you get if you – move on from him because they're not going to have that high a draft pick. 
Yeah, you would have to trade up. And again, the, you know, the talk about this, this quarterback draft class not being all that fantastic. And then you see the teams at the top, you know, like the Jaguars, the Jets, you know, teams that just drafted quarterbacks, obviously they're going to look elsewhere. So you never know. Those teams might be trading back. You don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's safe to say I, I'm, you know, I just where there are, you know, and where they're at, I think he will probably be back. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably the last hurrah, but he's going in the panic room regardless. He's in there. He's, 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 he's him and Baker Mayfield are sharing a suite. Uh, it's beautiful. It looks out onto a uh, beautiful ocean Vista. Uh, it's, it's really, really spectacular. Don't, uh, don't oversell the panic room, John. Oh, I have to oversell. That's not overselling. That's underselling, if anything. It's a beautiful, beautiful space. Josh, uh, this one's going to be a little different. The Chicago Bears as a whole. Uh, <laughs> rookie quarterback. Obviously, new coach is going to be in town next season. Uh, yeah. Still not a lot of idea of who that's going to be. There's been some chatter that uh, Harbaugh might leave Michigan and come back to the NFL. I'll believe that when I see it. Um Urban Meyer's available. (laughs) Josh, Josh, or yeah. Wait, did I do Josh for Matt Ryan or Alex for Matt Ryan? You did me for Matt Ryan. Oh, you can do Josh again. Let's talk about the Bears. Yeah, we'll do that. Josh, um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of changes on this Bears squad. New coach, second year Justin Fields, uh, and a lot of changes in the North are still potential. You know, Rodgers might be gone. You know, so there's a lot of, you know, mix em ups that could happen. Are we throwing the Chicago Bears 2022 iteration? Are we throwing them in the panic room? Uh, I would, if I have to choose, I would say yes. Um, even with a new coach, you know, I'm not sold on Justin Fields. That defense, which was great, you know, a couple of years ago is getting older. Um, David Montgomery is great, but other than that, I, I yeah, don't have I mean- you imagine uh, Alan Robinson, uh, Alan Robinson almost likely be gone. You know, they're going to cut bait with some of these bigger. Yeah. Uh, bigger... Is Robinson up on his contract? Yeah. He was playing on the, uh, okay. uh, the franchise tag this season. So um, yeah, I would highly doubt that they resign him or that he wants to resign. Uh, I guess they could slap that tag on him again. I doubt that happens though. But uh, yeah, Alex, what are you, what are you feeling about the bears next season? Are we, am I opening up? multiple suites to bring in the whole team or or do you think that there's some hope there for 2022 i think for i know it's no fun for the exercise but i think at least just for this one it's too early to tell yeah i think you could put them in the panic room and nobody would bat an eye nobody would blame you not a jury in the land would convict you um but i think depending on who they get as a coach depending on what you know I still think that, especially if the North is more wide open, if Rodgers leaves, um, the Lions will obviously still be like in a very early rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on who they get as a coach, if they're going to spend money, bring some people in, it, you know, Fields is still an open question for me. I know we didn't have a good year, but I don't think he's totally lost yet. Um, he, he did show some promise, you know, that, yeah. you know, it's yeah, it's obviously year two. None of the rookie quarterbacks. So really I'll say that. I'll say too early to tell for the Bears. I like that. Too early to tell for the Bears because I don't even know. I don't have the space for him, you know. So I'm glad. And Akeem Hicks, that boy can eat. Like I, I the budget is uh, through the roof. Like I really need you guys to start chipping in on this. But um, yeah, guys. Ooh, ooh, baby. Uh, but yeah, guys. With that, 
you know what? I'm just bringing in the entire Jacksonville Jaguar squad uh, just for safekeeping. Uh, but yeah, uh, with that, we're going to seal the door on the panic room for the 2021 season. It's been glorious. It's been fantastic. Um, oh, did no you one... get Alan Robinson in his kibble today? Or... Uh, uh, you mean his uh, four-course dinner? Yes. Was it all kibble? Maybe. Oh. Alan Rob- poor Alan Robinson. Good. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He'll be out next season. Don't worry. But the okay. yeah, the door is sealing behind them. And all right, it's done. There's less screams this time. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, yeah, 2021 coming to a close. Well, 2021, the year has already come to a close, but the 2021 season, we got one more week left. And you know what that means. You got some players. You got some players that you need to sit. You got some players you need to start. So let's go ahead and run through that right quick right now. Starting with the quarterback position. We see we need it once we get once COVID, well, COVID's probably never gonna end, but once COVID ends, we really need to get back and get some drops going for this too. Uh, but yeah, Josh, I'm gonna run through mine if you've got anyone to toss in. Obviously, your uh, expertise is very much welcome. Uh, guys, this week I'm starting Taysom Thrill uh, playing the ATL. Uh, it's just a good matchup. The rushing upside's there, um, especially if you got to sit some guys. Uh, Taysom Hill, I think, is a solid bet uh, to start this week. Uh, but my start of the week is Kirk Cousins uh, versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, Chicago has allowed three of the last four opponent quarterbacks 20-plus points. I think that continues. Kirk Cousins didn't hit 20 in their original matchup, but obviously a lot less to play for for now uh for both teams uh i think her cousins hits that 20 mark uh this week i'm sitting uh Derek carr Derek carr Derek carr Derek carr that's another guy we should have talked about the panic room uh playing the chargers uh seven games with 12 points or less this season he hasn't thrown a multi-touchdown game since week 10 i don't see that changing this week uh i'm sitting Derek carr safely on the bench or better yet uh, you can just toss him back into the into the ether. Uh, that's where he belongs. Uh, but my sit of the week is one McCargle. What is his name? McCorkle Jones. Uh, <laughs> McCorkle Jones uh, playing, playing the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins have allowed just one quarterback to surpass 16 points in eight straight games. Uh, I don't think that that trend will end this week. Mac Jones on the bench huge game last week but it was against jacksonville temper expectations josh you got any quarterbacks you like you got any quarterbacks you hate you got anyone in between um in terms of quarterbacks um i do like matt stafford this week um i don't know that they'll play him the entire game but if he does um i do I like th- I think it's a safe bet that Stafford will get the entire game. You know, I didn't put him on either. Let you know, he's the interception numbers have been bonkers for him. Uh, another pick six last week, but you know they're they're pulling they're you know, they're pulling wins out. They haven't lost a game in five straight, so you know I, I like that pick too. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to running backs, uh, guys. This guy, a uh, couple of guys here, uh, Deonta Foreman. I'm starting this week. Great matchup against the Texans. Uh, he has had. 13 points per game in PPR in three of the last four weeks. I think that he continues that trend. Donta Foreman, uh, these two guys I'm about to say, I think are both league winners. Donta Foreman, but my start of the week, Rashad Penny. Uh, mm. Playing Arizona, a little bit tougher matchup. Uh, unlike, Don, I mean, like Donta Foreman, he's had a great three of four, but his three of four have been a lot greater. 19 points per game, PPR in three of the last four weeks. Uh, I think that he continues that big game for Rashad Penny and uh, definitely a league winner if you're still playing. Uh, sits this week, uh, Melvin Gordon, Kansas City, tough matchup. 
Uh, he's had kind of a rough back half of the season, one game with more than nine PPR points. And that was, you know, since week nine, uh, I'm keeping Melvin Gordon on the bench for this matchup. Uh, you can definitely find better, better people elsewhere. Um, my sit of the week though, Corderell Patterson. Uh, it pains me to say a uh, tough matchup against new Orleans. Um, and he's just been completely ineffective the last uh, three games combined 17 points in the last three matchups uh, with a tough matchup Corderell Patterson. I mean, if you have to start him, obviously do it. Um, but I think that you can find better, better value elsewhere. Josh, any running backs you like and any running backs you hating? Um, I do like uh, AJ Dillon um this week i think aaron jones might get some time off um certainly i think rogers might get some time off and i think they're they're going to be running the ball a lot more so yeah i like him this week i you know for a touchdown um and devin singletary um for yeah he's been coming on and he's their main bell cow back now yeah the reason yeah the reason i didn't even bring up singletary is because i think he's must start status I, yeah. if you if you have him you're playing him but i agree uh with the aj dylan thing honestly i would look out for him too uh to to be pulled a little early in this game um just because of how effective both him and aaron jones have been all season both of them over a thousand uh total combined yards receiving rushing um patrick taylor though uh for green bay uh third string running back could be an enticing pickup uh obviously you know there's a lot going on there with a lot of backups playing but uh but yeah aj Dillon, patrick taylor those would be the guys i'm going for i think aj Dillon or aj or wow um uh, aaron jones aj aaron jones will be uh yeah he's gonna be not uh, out there a lot this week yeah Moving on to wide receivers, uh, my starts, guys, Odell Beckham Jr., first time I've said his name all season, uh, playing the 49ers uh, in a game where they can still get the two seed and get a lot, you know, get some home games in the playoffs. Odell Beckham has 13 points per game PPR in three of the last four and at least seven targets in three of those four. Um, Five touchdowns, you know, honestly, since he's come to the Rams, he's been effective. He's in the passing game. He's there, obviously not the same rapport as Cooper Cup. But I do think that he's a solid start this week. But he's not my start of the week. That guy's name is Amon Ross St. Brown. Holy mackerel. Um, at least 15 points per game PPR in five straight games. Green Bay is sitting some starters. You know, you're not going to see a lot of, you know, Jair Alexander was activated last week. He is not going to be playing this game. Russell Douglas, you know, you're going to see some guys sit. So Amon Ra could really eat this week. Uh, definitely a league winner in Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, sits uh, Russell Gage. Uh, for Atlanta playing New Orleans 10 points or less in three of the last four real tough matchup against New Orleans uh, and New Orleans team that's still fighting for some playoff spot. Uh, I'm sitting Russell Gage this week. Um, and then we've got my set of the week, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Brandon Ayuk has actually played pretty well in the last few weeks, not terrible at all. He's kind of turned a season around, um, but the Rams have allowed one wide receiver touchdown in the past five games. I don't think Ayuk's going to get past that. Uh, he's my sit of the week. Josh, any wide receivers you're liking? Any wide receivers you're hating? Um, I'll only add, I, I kind of like Michael Pittman this week. Um, uh, he's going up against the Jags. Um, mm-hmm. Up and down this, this season, uh, he'll either boom or bust you, but uh, I do like him this week. Um, yeah, the matchup's there for sure. Yeah, yeah, so... We'll see. Well, we'll move on to tight ends. Uh, my starts, guys, this one, man, hurt, could have hurt me real bad last week, but I am starting Dawson Knox this week. 
uh, two targets, zero catches last week, but he's got a, got a Jets team that's allowed four touchdowns to tight ends in the past six games. I think Dawson Knox gets back in the mix this week. Uh, but my start of the week is Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz has sl- quietly been crushing in at least 11 points in three straight games. I think he continues that trend this week. My sits, on the other hand, Noah Fant, uh, great week last week. Fantastic. Got a tough matchup with Kansas City this week. I see some regression in Noah Fant's future. I am putting him on the bench this week. Uh, my sit of the week is Mike Gasecki, old Mike Gasecki. Uh, he was a sit last week and didn't really show out at all last week. Um, this week, it's, it doesn't get any easier. He's got a tough New England defense, which has been one of the best against tight ends throughout the season. Um, Mike Gusecki, yeah, safely on my bench this week. Uh, yeah, what was his stat line last week? I want to look that up uh, here. You know, after, you know, being pretty solid this season, yeah, uh, seven targets, four catches, 51 yards. And in week one against New Orleans, not that this means anything because that was week one and this is week 18, two targets, zero catches for zero yards for obviously zero points. <sighs> Sit Mike Gusecki. Josh, tight ends. Um. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, not a lot. Not a lot of guys floating around. For me, probably I would be cautious about Tyler Higby. Um, I don't think the Rams have a lot to play for anymore, so they may be sitting some guys. Um, he had a great week 17, but um, I wouldn't expect that this week. Uh, so I'd be looking elsewhere if you're in need of a tight end for your championship. Yeah, Gasecki's kind of one of those. He's in that kind of like potential boom-bust situation. Um, I wouldn't really put him in a start, start or a sit. I think he's definitely on that kind of that little edge there. Uh, well, guys, moving on to defenses this week. Uh, we are starting the Colts versus the Jags, the Chiefs versus the Broncos, and start of the week, the Washington football team versus the New York Giants. If you got Washington, load them up. Uh, the defense we are sitting, we're sitting Vegas versus the Chargers, Chicago versus Minnesota, and Philadelphia versus them, Dallas Cowboys. Guys, last start and sit of 2021 NFL season feels good. It also feels kind of bad. You know, we're, we're coming to a close. You know, every, every rose has a thorn, you know. Every rose does have a thorn, Josh. That's really, really smart. I like that. I'm gonna. I don't know where you really just made that up. But I'm gonna steal that little saying. Yeah, I just made that up. That you just concocted. Uh, well, guys, uh, Alex kind of alluded to it earlier here in the podcast. Uh, now I don't know if you guys listened to what I said because sometimes what goes in and straight out. Uh, but the Washington Football Team has said on February second they are introducing their new logo and new team name. Uh, Josh, you know, you know, actually, Josh, I don't know. Uh, I told you guys to think up your which uh what name you think they're gonna have and yeah. uh go from that josh what do you think their team name is gonna be well i've put a lot of thought into this and i think it's gonna be the washington um redskins <laughs> oh you think they're just gonna whoa. go back whoa dude yeah you don't say <laughs> you that say, out loud you say redskins guys you can't say it twice we're only allowed to say that I, I can't say that now well, you're, we're allowed to say it twice, and, and Alex said it the second time. So, so you think they're just going to go back to the original uh, racism? No, I, I think they're going to go with the uh, red tails. Uh, the ooh. red tails. Ooh, I didn't know if they're going to go back to their original name or something even more racist, just to like <laughs> yeah. just to own the libs. Uh, but we've got the red tails. The Washington R words. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, uh, so Joshy boys got the red tails. Alex, what do you think it's going to be? 
Well, I looked at the finalists, and although I think they should keep the name football team, I'm really hoping like how they picked the Washington Red Hogs. That's uh, the Red Hogs is a funny one because like there's you know you get like the Razorbacks and like like college like <coughs> are are there are there red hogs like in the world is that an actual animal? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, but also like it's separated. It's not red hog one word. It's red hogs two words. So it's like a great minor league baseball name. Um, they're all their names are so bad they've come up with. I don't think they're gonna do red tails because I think somebody's squatting on the domain name. Yeah, have, I think like there are no teams in the NFL. I forget the word for it, but like there are no teams in the NFL that their name doesn't end with an S. Like they're all you know the Packers or the Raiders. There's no like in basketball they have like you know like the Heat or the Thunder, like those stupid yeah. team names that aren't like you know, those nouns that are more nebulous. That like there are a couple of Washington names. I don't have them in front of me that are like that, like the Washington Pride or something like that. Yeah, Actually, the Brigade, the Brigade. Yeah, and, uh, Brigade. Oh good. my god. Yeah. And the Armada. Let's go Red Hogs, huh? Red Hogs for Alex. All right, so what I want them to name their team is the Washington Walton Goggins. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to go, you know, look at the names aren't great. Uh, The one that I think is kind of the coolest sounding one, and um, this is probably, you guys are probably going to make fun of me for this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Sentinels. I mean, it's kind of a cool name. Uh, It reminds me of uh, the X-Men, obviously spelled different, but uh, I I think it sounds kind of cool, you know? It's a, I don't know if it's as formidable as say the Red Hogs, but it's certainly better than like the Washington presidents. Like Ooh. that would be super dumb. Uh, but yeah, hopefully Washington Walton Goggins gets some play, but uh, no, I'm going to go with the Sentinels, man. I'm going to go with the Sentinels. And uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that'll be closer to uh, Super Bowl time. Uh, so we'll be doing some episodes still around there and we'll see who, uh, we'll see who got it right. And uh, see if any of our fun names got it right or Josh's, thinking them just going back to a racist name uh which uh, who knows Um, well with that uh guys uh not the final picks for alex but the final regular season picks for alex uh coming up uh alex you got your picks or the picks in they are john take it away pal here we go starting with uh saturday the 8th of january the kansas city over denver uh, Sunday night, I will go ahead and pick, uh, actually, no, Saturday as well at night. I'm going to pick Philly over Dallas. Doesn't really affect either one. Uh, Dallas is a division winner and Philly's in anyway, but I'm going to go ahead and pick chaos and say Philly will win. Uh, Sunday night, I'm going to pick, I'm going to change course and pick the Chargers to beat the Raiders. And then my pick of the week, I will pick the 49ers at plus four and a half on the road against LA. LA. We'll have to keep an eye on those. I like that 49ers pick too. I think they're going to ball out this week. Uh, well, guys, final regular season picks. We'll have to see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that, see how Alex does. Uh, and, you know, we always end the episode with some fun. We have to, right? Uh, earlier in the episode, we were talking about, uh, you know, breaking records and potential records being broken because of an extra game. So I thought, Let's do a little uh, NFL record single season. This is all just single season, not career. A uh, little trivia. How are we feeling about that? Let's do it. That. Equally bad. Uh, well, we're going to start off in the passing yardage category. Uh, this first one will go to Josh. Josh is, you know, you're down. You're down in the count a little bit. We're going to start with you. Joshy boy. 
Yes. Who has the all-time record for most passing yards in a season? Is it Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Drew Brees? Um, I think it's still Peyton Manning, isn't it? You are correct. Uh, yeah, Drew Brees uh, in 2011. Uh, well, actually, yeah. So uh, the top two in 2011 were both that year. Drew Brees with 5,476, Brady with 5,235. Uh, but Tom, or yeah, Peyton Manning in 2013 broke uh, Drew Brees' by one yard, 5,477 yards in one season in 2013. Josh, you are correct, boy. Uh, now we're going to move on to Alex. Alex, 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 Alex. This uh, will moving on to some rushing yardage totals here. Um, Single season rushing yardage leader. Alex, who is the all-time single season rushing yardage leader? Is it Adrian Peterson, Eric Dickerson, or Barry Sanders? Eric Dickerson? It is Eric Dickerson. Adrian Peterson came close in 2012 with 2097, but Dickerson's record has stood from since 1984, 2,105 yards. Derrick Henry last season, 2027 probably would have broken 2000 yards this year without an injury which is the biggest bummer of them all uh but yeah uh that is 100 correct and now we'll move back over to joshy boy yes and josh these are going to get a little bit harder okay i'm going to let you know that all right. uh, we can't we can't take it easy on you guys forever okay josh now we all know that drew Brees has thrown a lot of passing yards uh in his time he's now retired obviously uh how many times, Josh, how yes. many times does Drew Brees' name show up in the top 10 single passing yardage seasons? Is it two, three, or four times in the top 10? Oh, boy. Um, I'll say... Was four an option? I'll, I'll go with four. Two, three, and four were all options. I'll say four. Well, Josh, you are correct. It is four Ooh. times. Drew Brees holds the yes. number. Drew Brees holds the number two, four, five, and six single season passing records. Uh, crazy. Uh, also, he has the eleventh as well, uh, right below Dan Marino there. Uh, Fun fact, Jameis Winston is also in there from 2019, that season when he threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, uh, 5,109 yards. Funny, funny stuff. <laughs> All right, Alex, uh, moving on to some receiving yards, boys. Now, this one might be a little bit – yeah, we're going to do it anyway. Alex, who's the all-time single-season receiving yardage leader? Is it Jerry Rice? Is it Julio Jones or is it Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson. It is Calvin Johnson. I knew you were going to get that one. We did say that one earlier. You the said podcast. It earlier yeah. yeah, we did say that earlier in the podcast. So uh, we're going to move on here. Uh, you guys are currently tied. Uh, we're going to do one more for each of you. Alex, who currently is the number two, number two all-time single season receiving yards leader? Is it Antonio Brown? Is it Jerry Rice? Or is it Julio Jones? Single season, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say Jerry Rice. You are very close. It's Julio Jones, Julio by, Jones? Yeah. by like 20 yards. 
All right, here we go. Now, Josh, you can win it right now. You can win it right now, okay? Now, I'm going to make this. I can't make this one too easy on you, okay? I got to, like, I got to do this a little more challenging because I did say who was number two last time, okay? It was Adrian Peterson. Who is the number three on the list of single season running back seasons? Is it Derrick Henry, Barry Sanders, or Jamal Lewis? Oh, man. Um, I almost want to say Derrick Henry, but I think it's Jamal Lewis. Gosh, you should be happy you didn't say Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is number five. Jamal Lewis is the number three uh, record holder for a single season rushing artist. Joshy Boy takes it. Uh, it's been an up and down season for you, Josh. Do you have anything to say to your to your fans, your many many fans? Yeah, you know, I'm just happy to be in the championship again. Um, glad to be back. It's been a great season, um, and you know, I'm just just glad to be here, man. It really has been a great season, guys. Uh, you know, season two of the podcast, we've more than doubled our listenership. So I want to thank everybody who listens to us every single week. Hopefully, we can double that number here uh, in the off season and rolling into next season. Um, and for anyone we were able to help win a championship or get close to a championship or hell, maybe we didn't help you at all. Maybe we were just, you know, a shoulder to cry on for a bad team. We're happy to do it. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank Gunter Volker from the band Jack Hotel for our amazing theme song. You can find Jack Hotel on, uh, Apple music, Spotify, anywhere you find the music, you can find them. Jack Hotel is the name of that band. Say it again. Uh, you can follow us at the FF cast on Twitter. We're going to do the starts and sits. Uh, here this uh, this weekend uh, again we do it every weekend jump on there if you need any uh, last second uh, nudges in a different direction maybe you don't trust your gut this week it's championship week uh, come and give us a give us a hit up uh, Alex Josh as always uh, thank you so much uh, for an incredible season You're thank you John and I'll look forward to meeting you championship in the ship it's on uh yeah we'll be doing a lot twitter's going to be hit up a lot uh depending on who wins that uh that matchup uh but yeah guys uh good luck in your championships congratulations if you've already won one uh we'll see you this weekend on twitter uh and as always keep on fantasy bye everybody bye